0: Hello, hello. Okay, so full disclosure, this episode, I'm actually recording the day before it is supposed to air because I'm having some trouble with an episode that is supposed to come out. Anyways, I feel like I am playing a little, no, a big game of catch-up. I'm, hmm, this is really, really so perfect for what we are talking about today. So the title is, Are You the Problem? Are you the problem that maybe things aren't going the way that you wanted them to go? Or are you the problem that you're just not getting everything done? Are you the problem that you're waiting until the day before the episode is supposed to air to record it? Are we taking responsibility for the areas in which we need to be taking responsibility? Because I don't know about you, but your girl here, she... I, I mean, I like to take responsibility, but goodness gracious, I really love the reason why. I really love to be able to point and say, no, 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 it's because we had a fire in the house, finishing up all of that kind of work, we're under crunch time, three kids have birthdays, blah, blah, blah. And the reality is, I just have not been managing my time well. So that's the truth of the matter. So friend, we're going to talk about today the ways in which we do these things, and I don't know, it was a reality check for me. Even as I am recording this right now, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, here's a way that I have done this like now. So I hope that encourages you that I have not arrived yet. There's still a lot of work to be done, but let's get started and chat about this. Have you seen that reel on, it's probably not in circulation anymore because I'm not active on Instagram at the moment, but have you seen the reel where it was something like, it's me, am I the problem? Yeah, it could be you. Have you ever thought that maybe you are the problem? Okay, so let me explain. I know that we, as women, we are capable of a whole heck of a lot, right? We go, 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 and we keep going and then we crash, right? We wonder why maybe nobody is helping. You walk into the house and, you know, you're, I don't know, you're just making it known that maybe you need some help, but you haven't said anything and you're wondering why nobody is paying attention. You're wondering why like everything is annoying the heck out of you. You're wondering why you're frustrated up the wazoo. Well, well, maybe. It's because of these three things that we're gonna talk about. So it's great. We can be like, yeah, maybe I'm the problem. I don't know, whatever. But I'm gonna talk about three different things Sure, there's other things as well, but we're going to talk about these three things that you might be doing that are actually, we have one part of, um, I think, Let's just say we have the world in one way that's saying, no, 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 you don't need any help. And we had an episode about that not too long ago where you can be your own best friend. Don't rely upon anybody else. Well, that's a lie. We know that, right? But there's that part of our brain. I don't know about you, but it's times when I get super just frustrated that I realize how much I've bought into some of these lies of the world. And I realize, oh, wait a second, I'm frustrated because I... I have put myself in this position. Now, certainly, there are plenty of times where we are frustrated and you know what? The kids haven't done what we asked them to do. They haven't picked up. They haven't, you know, wiped down different things, whatever. They haven't done their responsibilities. Maybe your husband said he was going to do, you know, the grocery shopping for you and that didn't get done. So certainly there are times where the frustration does not lie upon ourselves, but I know that there is a good percentage of the time where I am frustrated and I I can follow the pattern back to myself and realize that it's because of one of these three things. So, let's just get started. Are you doing all three of these? Maybe one of them, maybe part of them, I don't know, but let's let's see. Like be honest with yourself. Ask the Lord to really open your eyes because our view of ourselves is really good. Um, And too often we're not seeing when we're doing some of these things and we've justified them for so many reasons. So this is between you and the Lord. That's what I love about podcasts. We're not sitting in front of each other. You know, if you um, hire me to do some one-on-one coaching, well, I'm going to look into your eyes and I'm going to ask you some of these things. And, you know, I can watch your eyes shift from side to side. I can see the, you know, the uncomfortableness. But you get to do this by yourself. And just listen to the Holy Spirit and see if He is prompting your heart that maybe these things, one or all of them, are... Are really leading um to that confusion, not confusion, that frustration that you're feeling. Okay, number one, you're trying to do too many things at one time. AKA multitasking. How many times have you said, I am a great multitasker? Like, I'm a woman, we can multitask, that is what we do. Um, well, first of all, I wanna say it's a lie. Actually, you can't multitask. I read somewhere and I was trying to find where it was that the 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 concept of multitasking is actually not a human function. It is a function of computers and it comes out of that. And if I can find where I found that, I will absolutely note that. And that makes sense. I can remember as a kid, as an adult now, I totally do this, but I can remember being so like, Frustrated with my mom because she would start to vacuum. So imagine sitting in the living room, she would start to vacuum and then she would see something on the couch. It's the total, like if you give a, a mouse a muffin or whatever, a cookie, you know, a mouse a cookie or whatever she would see something on the couch. So then she would start working on that. Well, then before I knew it, like all the couch cushions were off, she's vacuuming the couch. Well, then as she's on the couch, you know, doing that, she looks up and there's a picture frame there that has some dust on it. Okay, well, so then she's dusting the picture frame and then she's, oh, now we're pulling the couches out from behind, you know, now we're getting behind the couches and boom, 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 boom. Well, then she finishes that and forgets like, where she was starting, and I do the exact same thing with a million other things. Right, we get started on this, and it's really not multitasking at all. I love what Forbes says. Then it's like um, it's like task shifting. So sh- what happens, and what I find for myself, and what I would imagine you can see in yourself is you start to do one thing. Maybe you have this block schedule of you're gonna work on your email list and you're going to, or you're gonna contact all of your customers. And you're reaching out to that one customer and all of a sudden you remember Susie, oh my goodness. And it takes you down this rabbit hole of things. So where you had your day planned that you're gonna do you know, one task at a time, you start adding multiple tasks. But then you never get back to that original task. And you're just swapping one task for another. You're really not doing multiple things at the same time. Forbes says this, the number one thing you can change, take the time to address the most important work you should be focusing on. Commit to addressing one thing at a time. Do this enough and you'll start to see an increase in your capacity for careful analysis and creative problem solving. Just from retraining your brain to stay focused. Friends. As believers, we know that our brain is a very powerful thing, right? Our mind can convince us to keep running when our body's like, no, stop. Our mind can also help us to refocus, but we have to train it. We have to retrain it out of these bad habits that we have. And I am like first in line for this. I was just thinking today, gosh, I am not getting a lot done because I am not taking captive my mind. Too often we think of that of the thoughts and, and the things that we're listening to and we're seeing and whatnot. And absolutely, we need to be taking captive our thoughts and what we're doing. But we also need to be taking captive our thoughts and the way we're allowing our mind to go all over the place. So if you're trying to do all of these things at once, one, you realize you're actually not getting a whole lot done. Maybe you're not getting anything done because you've done these parts of jobs all over the place. It's kind of like if you've been listening for a long time, I've said, if you're trying to talk to everybody, you know, you're you're not narrowing down your avatar. What ends up happening is you're not talking to anybody because you're trying to make this so broad. Well, the same thing happens here. If you're not narrowing down your focus of what you're going to do, you end up really accomplishing nothing because you're doing so many little things, which leads to frustration, right? And who's the problem there? You. You yourself are the problem in that. Number two, you aren't saying no to the things you don't need to be doing, and you're not asking for help, so you're putting yourself in a state of overwhelm. And we're going to get back to that help part in just a second but webster's dictionary defines overwhelm as to cover over completely to submerge and there's there's a sentence that goes like if you look in you know words to define the way that you know if, anyways i typed in overwhelm definition and webster's dictionary often puts in a a sentence to kind of describe that better and i loved this sentence the city was overwhelmed by the flooding caused by the hurricane. So think of the ways in which you're allowing life, work, family, things to completely cover you like flooding might after a hurricane. So here in Southern California, we don't really have hurricanes, well, really at all. But we do have flooding, and I know what that's like. Like we have just experienced an inc- in an intense amount of rain in the last couple of weeks. And when it floods, it covers over things. It causes problems. And we allow that overwhelm to feel like we're under water. But the reality is, how many things are you saying yes to that really maybe you should have said no to? I know it's hard. It's hard because going back to what we were saying at the beginning, we are women. We can do all of these things. And what I have found since December 16th, our fire, and the Lord just opening my eyes to all of the things I was taking on that really he had no intention for me to take on. I was messaging back and forth with a friend of mine and she was asking like, how's business? How are things? And I said, honestly, the Lord has asked me to put a lot of that on hold. And I just feel free. Like, he will show me what he wants me to do, but I was putting the cart before him. I was telling him, hey, this is what we're going to do. Come along. And he was like, eh, actually, I have another plan. So that's my, that might be what it looks like for you. Maybe you're like, no, 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 no. I need this income. I need to be doing. Okay. But what are the things that you are overwhelming yourself with? Okay, number three, let's get back to that asking for help. You aren't asking for help help. I know, I know, I know. I've said this multiple times already. You are a very capable woman. But as I have said in the past, we need help. We need people to carry this burden with us, to help us. Maybe it's your husband. Maybe it's your kids. I mean, Jesus, he had 12 people with him. Did he need them to fulfill his his job on earth? No, he did not. Does he need us? No, he does not. But he wants us. He wants us to seek him. He wants to use us to bring forth his will to glorify him. He wants us. Friend, the same thing is you are not asking for help. Because how many times have you said this? Well, my husband should know I need help. I'm here to tell you, friend, if you walk in the front door with loads of groceries Your husband didn't necessarily know that you pulled up and needed help. And it's not diminishing your strength to say, hey, babe, you know what? I just am getting back from the market. Could you come help me with some of the groceries? Because I've done the huff and puff. I've come in and been like, ugh. And he's like, well, why didn't you just ask me? And I'm like, well, you should know when I open the garage door that I need help. And sometimes he's just oblivious to it. Like, it's not purposeful. He's like, just got home from work himself. He's, you know, thinking of whatever. It's not purposeful. Come right out and say, hey, you know what? Or call ahead and be like, hey, when I get home, I need help with X, Y, Z. Or let the family know. Like, I'm going to need some help today or this week with these items, these things. Ask for help. If you have a team, Ask your team for help. Tell them like, hey, I need some help doing this, that, and the other thing. Can Do you think you could do that? Like, what are the things that you have to do versus what are the things other people can do? So I know that you're doing one or all of these things. And I also know because you're doing those things, you might not be the nicest person to live with, Right. I know and the reason I know that is because I have been guilty of it way too much. You know something happened and it's dumb, it's little and you bark in just an aggressive way and you realize, "Oh, that's not really how it's not really how I wanted that to come out." So friend, just stop. I know. Easier said than done because sometimes you get yourself into a situation like I would be room parent for my kids. And it would come to May and I would be completely overwhelmed and frustrated and just thin, like figured, like I had no capacity for anything else. And I remember my husband saying, well, maybe you need to like not do this. I'm like, well, (laughs) I'm in too deep. Like I can't stop now. It's May. But what I can do is not sign up again. And so maybe that's where you find yourself. So, you know, assess, figure out what is it and where are you in this? Okay. So if you're feeling this deeply, then one, you're not alone. Two, recognizing this is the first step. Recognizing that you are doing some of these things, it really is what was the old like knowing is uh, knowing is the bad I'm sorry. What was the There was like a PSA when I was a kid and it was along those lines of like, once you recognize it, like knowing is the first step kind of a thing. Um, But recognizing that, like be honest with yourself. And then three, okay, so now what? Okay, one, you know you're not alone. Two, you are recognizing these things. Now what? Well, pray. Take these before the Lord. If the Holy Spirit lives inside your heart, you better believe He does not want you living in a state of overwhelm and frustration and barking at your family and just frenetic all the time. That is not how we're supposed to live because how is that glorifying the Lord? So you better believe if you take this to the Lord and say, okay, Father, show me the areas that I am not trusting you. I am trying to do all of these things in my own strength and it's just not working. Show me, show me those areas. And then as I keep saying, close your mouth, like stop and listen, listen for the Lord to show you and share with you what those things are. Because when you ask him, Lord, what are those things that I need to stop? And if something pops up to your, it pops up in your head, friend, that's it. Ask him, Lord, is this the thing that you want me to stop doing? Lay it before him whatever it is, and ask him to give you wisdom and to know how to proceed from there. Maybe it's something you can stop immediately. Maybe it's something that you need to like slowly relinquish that, you know, responsibility for whatever reason, like in the case of, you know, being room parent or whatever it happens to be, whatever that is. But just be honest. Friend, I hope that this was encouraging to you. I hope that you recognize that there are things that you likely need to say no to. And then there are things that you need to change. Make some make some changes. And then can I add a fourth? If these things have been affecting your family life, apologize to your family. Go before your husband and your kids and just be like, hey, guys, you know what? The Lord has just made it really clear to me that I was trying to do some of these things on my own strength. And I recognize that I kind of have not been really fun to live with. Can you forgive me? Yeah. Oh, humble yourself before your family. The Lord will absolutely bless that. Dear Father, I thank you so much for each of these ladies. I thank you that you have given us as women capabilities to do things in a different way. We are different from our husbands and we do have a capacity to do things in a a different way. And I am so grateful for that. But Father, I pray that you would make it very clear to each of us when what we're doing is actually causing our frustration, when we actually are the problem, when we are precipitating the problem. Lord, when we are taking our eyes off of you, Father, prick our hearts and show us those areas and help us to make the changes that need to be changed. Thank you, Father, and in your son's name, amen. Hey, before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's episode, would you pop over to iTunes to Growth Against the Grain and leave a review and subscribe to the show? that would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of other mamas just like you learning to align their audacious goals with what God has for them, then join us at bit.ly slash Christian Mindset Support or click on the link below. There's always room for one more. Can't wait to see you over there.